0: The following interview was originally featured on the September 26th, 2021 edition of Modern Notebook. This is Modern Notebook, I'm Tyler Klein. Tonight I am thrilled to be joined by Unmi Ko, Alex Schanifelt and Benjamin Whiting, the founders of Contemporary Art Music Project or CAMP, a new Tampa-based organization that promotes innovative art music by collaborating with living composers and performing artists from around the world. Uh, Camp presents concerts, they present a festival, podcasts, and more, and they've got a series of in-person and live stream concerts coming up in Orlando and Tampa in October. Uh, Unmi, Alex, and Ben, welcome to Modern Notebook.
1: Hi, thank you for having us.
0: Thank you so much. All right. Well, tonight, um, we're going to get into the full spectrum of things that you do with Camp. It's a lot, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, but I want to start off by talking about the origins of your organization. Um, So can you briefly share what prompted you to launch this project and what the purpose of this project is?
1: I had a big dream and quite big vision to have this really big organization that work as a community for composers and performers and even for other artists.
2: Yeah. uh, Well, When uh, Unmi and I, and then not long afterward, Alex uh, spoke about our mutual desire to form the contemporary art music project. It just seemed like like that was the way forward. That that was how we can really like approach music making, both in an acoustic and electroacoustic capacity, and interdisciplinary art creation, and really democratize it.
3: We were all part of a student organization first at the University of South Florida that sort of acted as like the seeds of this project. And eventually there's a good mission and energy, we thought, with our student organization at USF. But leaving the university and becoming an independent organization really gave us a lot of flexibility and a lot more scope to see what we could really do with the organization. So it was a perfect marriage of a lot of ideas and directions to get camp started.
0: Well, yeah. And to me, um, what I love about what you do is you are more than just an organization that produces concerts and events. And uh, you're more than a contemporary music ensemble, even. I I think it would be appropriate to describe um, what you do as kind of a multifaceted media group. So why was it important to to you all to go beyond simply just putting on concerts? Because, I mean, that would be the easy thing to do, right?
2: It sure would be the easy thing to do, but, uh, and in fact, it is, of course, part of what we do. Concerts are absolutely, you know, the bread and butter of any performing arts organization. You know, our uh, vision runs past just performing new music. Like, we really want to forge a community of not just composers, but also performers, improvisers. Like, we all passionately feel that the people who play music are also part of the creative process. That they're not simply this just the the tools used to you know make manifest composers' grand ideas or visions. And we also want to bring artists of other disciplines into the fold. Not only that, but we want to really Increase the relevance of contemporary art in society today. Like, uh, we want to ensure that, or, or really change this perception of the arts or the fine arts, so to speak, as being elitist. And we want to be inclusive. We we, we want to to really, you know, bring contemporary art, bring collaborative art, new music, and performance to everyone, and and, and make it more of a homegrown effort as opposed to an academic curiosity?
3: Yeah, I'll add on to that. Um, it can be really difficult to break out of that sort of uh, new music bubble where you know a lot of new music composers support each other and music performers support each other. And being able to reach out of that community can be difficult sometimes. So we're trying to provide these different platforms for new music and new art to sort of speak from so we can extend past that bubble. Uh, and we're hoping that taking this variety of approaches Um, will help not only Camp's growth, but also the growth of artists and musicians um, from around the world, as many as possible.
1: Well, also, I think it's really important that we have this kind of educational component in our organization, and podcast is also part of that. And Alex um, is working on a project, so uh, he can probably talk a little bit more about that.
3: Yeah, so along with all the... Other things that we're doing, the podcasts and the festivals we'll talk about later, were also in the works of putting together a side-by-side educational institute, which was inspired by sort of my personal experience remembering that I never really interacted with new music until I undergraduate. So in high school, I'd never heard of Bartok or Messiaen or even Ravel at that point. And coming into college, it was like a whole new world opened up to me. So we're trying to develop an institute where we can expose younger musicians to the history of contemporary music and get them involved in that world a lot sooner and hopefully, um, encourage their growth, uh, in that field as well.
0: But well, I, I'm curious because you all formed within the past year, um, and you are doing, uh, you're live streaming your concerts, um, that you, you've, you've had and that you will have, um, and you're also doing these podcasts. So, so how much did, um, the situation of the pandemic informed the way that you have kind of conceived this project.
1: Well, I mean, you know, when we started, I I thought, well, this is possible because you know we don't we don't live in the same city. It's very hard to meet in person and uh, discuss things and get work done. But you know, thanks to pandemic, we're so used to Zoom now, <laughs> and I realized we can just you know, we can just zoom and we can talk about a lot of things and discuss, and we can actually get the work done. And I think that worked.
2: I think too, the pandemic has really opened many people's minds to the possibility of remote collaboration and performance. And of course, when it comes to the live stream concert, there is that too, but I'm also referring to the possibilities inherent in simply the nature of remote performance, like the incorporation of aspects of uh, what we normally have to put up with or tolerate like network latency and time zone differences and, and really come up with new modes of artistic expression that exploit these types of techniques which uh, we hope to be uh, introducing to people in the coming year or so. So I think very much this idea of the pandemic and you know providing us the confidence of pushing forward with this, like even if we were to go into lockdowns again, that we could still share with people mm. like really good, robust pieces of art that aren't compromised, but instead, take advantage of whatever situation we're in as artists or as a society that, yeah, it, it absolutely, I think, gives us the motivation to continue with this, to, to build it, and and to really being a, be a driving force going forward.
3: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree on that. Just to expand on that, um, I feel like when the pandemic started, initially a lot of people thought it would limit a lot of things that we could do, and it certainly did, but it also opened up a whole box of possibilities that we never even considered before.
0: You're listening to Modern Notebook, and I'm speaking tonight with the founders of Tampa's new Contemporary Art Music Project, Unmiko, Alex Shenefelt and Benjamin Whiting. Camp will be presenting a series of concerts next month on Sunday, October 3rd. They'll be in Orlando at the Timucua Arts White House uh, with concerts at 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. And on Saturday, October 9th, they'll be presenting a different program uh, at uh, St. Andrew's Episcopal episcopal church in uh, downtown tampa concert and live stream details can be found at contemporary so um you'll be giving the world premiere of a piece by composer anya vu in orlando so i'd like to uh, play a piece now that she wrote titled tic tac um, can you tell us a little bit about the composer and about the premiere as well as the piece that we'll hear tonight
1: Anya, who has an interesting background, she grew up in Poland and she's Vietnamese, and she's now in the US studying at the University of Pennsylvania. So she has this interest in different languages as part of culture, I think. Um, She's fluent in Polish and Vietnamese, English, French, and She's also interested in learning Latin and German. Um, So the work that we are premiering is called Two Plus, and it's written for percussionist Bob McCormick and me, and it just used two different pitches, and she somehow makes that work, and it's a really charming piece, uh, very rhythmic, I get to also use chopsticks, a pair of chopsticks, and play with chopsticks. Um, and Bob also gets to use um, big chopsticks and toothbrush. So it's going to be really fun to watch and listen to. TikTok, you can kind of imagine that it's from the clock, tock, clock. Um, also, tak means if or such as in Polish.
0: This is Anyavu's Tick Tock performed by the Talk Ensemble right here on Modern Notebook.
4: chance lat Se gare Istanbul A cias te i vecchi coglioni
0: Tick Talk by Anya Vu, performed by the Talk Ensemble. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is Modern Notebook on classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. Tonight, I'm joined by the founders of Camp. They'll be presenting concerts in Orlando and in Tampa in October, and you can learn more at contemporaryartmusicproject.org. Uh, so the composer that we just heard, Anya Vu, is one of many composers featured on your upcoming concerts. Uh, could you give us a little bit of a preview of uh, of both your Orlando and Tampa concerts?
2: We have uh, a concert in Orlando at the Timucua Arts White House, and that is taking place on Sunday, October third. We actually, it's going to be a repeat showing, uh, and what I mean by that is. It will have its initial showing at 7 p.m. and then a second showing at 8.30. And Timuqua is a venue that is doing this in order to adhere to social distancing uh, recommendations by the CDC so that uh, people can come and feel you know, secure in attending a live performance. Both shows will also be live streamed. And uh, yeah, so Anya Vu's piece 2 Plus will be premiered during that concert. And we have other new music, like uh, music by a composer that we'll be talking about again shortly, uh, Chichun Chisun Lee, Juan Pedro Oliveira, who is a fantastic composer of electroacoustic music and whose piece uh, In Tempore, Unmi, is going to be playing. And then we have also a piece by... Alex Bertzos, who is a composer based in Orlando, and more. And even though that this concert is going to be in Orlando, we encourage people if, if they're in Tampa, and if they can't make it to the Tamuca Arts White House, which, by the way, I recommend that they do because it's just a wonderful site Well, yeah, I,
0: I was going to interrupt you and say that because yeah. I've, I've I've been a few times. I've had pieces performed there, and it's. It is such an incredible space. It's not too deep into Orlando. So if you don't feel like driving through Orlando, you don't have to worry about it. Um, So yeah, if if you're listening right now and you've never been to Timaqua, this is a great excuse excuse to go because it's just a simply stunning three-tier space. I mean, it's- Yep,
2: three tiers. It's the living room of the former artistic director of the former Cirque du Soleil installation at Disney Springs, uh, Lanuba. So for what almost twenty years now, he and his and his family and his organization, the Timuka Arts Foundation, have been hosting weekly concerts that are almost always free, if not very low cost ticketing, to the public, where people bring wine and food, and and yeah, it has a three story concert hall as a living room, and it just it absolutely needs to be seen to be believed. But we also are live streaming, so you can feel free, of course, to check out a live stream. It will be um, live streamed over Timukwa's channel. However, I will be setting that up so that people can access the stream from our website and they'll be able to watch it on contemporaryartmusicproject.org or timukwa.com's YouTube page.
0: And you all have a second concert, a totally different program, coming up in Tampa within a week of the Orlando Concerts.
1: Yes, uh, second concert is titled Constellations, and we'll be uh, presenting music by David Liptock, including a world premiere of his solo piano piece, Hoquette. And some chamber music by Ingrid Stolzl and Hilary Tan, Percussion Trio piece by John Nin Chua, and a solo saxophone piece by Miho Sasaki. And it's going to be at the St. Andrew's Church in downtown Tampa. So you can if you live in Tampa, you can easily come um Stop by uh, and enjoy the concert Saturday night, October 9th at 7 p.m. And it will be also live streamed. So if you are not in Florida, you can enjoy watching it. We'll have a link for the concert. Um, It's going to be, I think, much more audience friendly and easy, kind of easy to listen to, easy to access kind of music. So I think if you are new to contemporary classical music, contemporary art music, I think this is probably the concert that where you can come and just enjoy the music.
0: Well, it sounds like between the two concerts, just taking a look at the list of composers and hearing you describe, um, uh, you know, Ben, you mentioned electroacoustic music in Orlando and me you're describing this concert in Tampa as more audience friendly or for or more of like a, a way for people to discover this music um it sounds like you present a wide spectrum of different types of music mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of composers um so I'm curious how did you discover the composers uh whose work that you will be performing
3: a lot of them uh, we know personally whether as acquaintances or um we've worked through with previous projects but uh, some of them are uh, kind of bucket list composers who we thought, well, let's give them a shout. Let's see, let's see if they'd be interested to have their piece on our concert.
2: Yeah, these composers are just those that we feel provide in totality a really good cross-section or a snapshot, if you will, of really the diversity of new music out there today. I mean, Tyler, you said yourself, like we have two concerts that are not, I wouldn't say they're diametrically opposed. In fact, I would highly recommend even those new to contemporary music to come to the Timuka concert as well as I'm, as, it's not super inaccessible by any stretch of the imagination, though I agree that uh, the Tampa concert on the ninth will be a really gentle introduction. Um, but, you know, it shows the like the the breadth of expression that we find today from instrument and electronics to, like, uh, pieces that are completely acoustically composed, different kinds of tonal language, or even post-tonal language, or maybe gesturally conceived. And, you know, to really impress upon people that, you know, we're not advocating for a particular compositional dogma. In fact, quite the opposite. We're trying to show, really, the extent of like the diversity of music of, of people engaging in new music and that really there's, there's something for everyone to find.
0: That's excellent. That's, that's kind of the point of this program too. So I, <laughs> I really support um, what you all are doing. Uh, I'm Tyler Klein. This is modern notebook on classical WSMR joined tonight by the founders of Tampa's contemporary art music project. Unmiko, Ko, Alex Schanifel, and Benjamin Whiting. Uh, Well, I'd like to pivot just a moment because I'm especially excited about your podcasts. You've uh, got a variety of podcasts you are producing, uh, Lost to Time, Earshot, Play the Ink, and Musical Headwaters. Um, So how can folks check these out and listen to them? And what kinds of things will they discover through these podcasts?
2: Well, they can check them out on, one, our website, contemporaryartmusicproject.org and they can go to our podcast page, or we will always have the most recently uploaded episode. Furthermore, every Monday at 8 p.m., we have on our YouTube page, Contemporary Art Music Project, we have special premiere events to celebrate the newly released episode. And furthermore, Our series are uploaded to Apple Music. Uh, They will soon be available on Spotify as well. And we're looking into even other services to upload them to. So uh, there will be no shortage of ways to experience the different series that we have to offer.
3: Yeah, and there's a ton of content in these series. So we basically have four different shows happening under under our umbrella, and they'll be featuring tons of different types of things, like interviews with living performers and living composers who are on the he- at the head of their field. Uh, we're going to have curated theme playlists of modern music and even beyond modern music going into jazz or even underground electronica. Will there even be like historical and social investigations around uh, figures and events in music history? So we really hope that these podcasts are intriguing both to seasoned artists, but also to newcomers that are just joining the new music community.
2: And if I may add one more thing. So regarding um, two of our series, uh, they, they're similar at first glance, but I think they, pr- they will provide an interesting perspective uh, shift between the two. So we have Play the Ink, which is hosted by Zachary Hale. And in, he will be interviewing composers and performers and really investigating the composer-performer dynamic. Uh, Which is really interesting because it it gives, I feel, uh, an audience uh, a rare glance into just the dynamics between a composer and a performer, and and how new music comes about, like the, the the steps needed to to put these pieces together, and perhaps even the drama along the way. And another series hosted by Diane, Musical Headwaters deals with uh, Diane, the host who is a performer who interviews composers about their compositional process. So you'll hear questions asked of composers by, though, by a person who is passionate about new music and who performs new music. So you, you'll get a sense of uh, like a perspective of investigating a compositional process from a performer's point of view.
0: Well, we have one more piece tonight, the second movement of Chichun Chisun Lee's Concerto for Zhang and Chamber Ensemble. a uh, Another composer featured on one of your upcoming concerts. What will we hear in this piece tonight and what can you tell us about the composer?
1: Chichun Chisun Lee is probably one of the most prominent composers these days. She uh, works in Korea currently, but she is a Taiwanese composer who um, was educated in the United States. I think the characteristic of her music is this really well-crafted combination of of traditional instruments from China, mostly from East Asia, uh, Korea, and she also explores some instruments from Japan and Western music. Um, she does it very skillfully, This connect these two two different sounds and two different words. Um, she also knows how to use the particular instrument's technique to kind of maximize expressiveness in her music. And I think you can hear that um, in this piece
0: well, the Zhang the is such a beautiful instrument. Uh, here is the second movement of Chi Chisun Li's Dots, Lines, Convergence, Concerto for giang and chamber orchestra. This is soloist Hai-Chiang Deng with the Florida State University Chamber Ensemble conducted by Tao Fan. Zhang soloist Hai Chiang Dang with the Florida State University Chamber Ensemble performing the second movement of Chichon Chison Lee's Dots, Lines, Convergence. That was Tao Fan conducting. Chichon Chison Lee, one of the many composers, featured on uh, upcoming concerts presented by Tampa's Contemporary Art Music Project in October. You can find out more about camp on their website, contemporaryartmusicproject.org. Well, finally, I, uh, I can't let you all go without talking to you about your future plans, mainly the Campground 22 New Music Festival taking place next March. And uh, these concerts coming up in just a week or so, they will act as fundraisers for this festival to come. So is there anything you can share right now about the festival?
2: Well, yeah. So our first concert is going to be in St. Petersburg at the Morian Center for Clay. And it's going to be quite an event. So right now, we are in talks with the center to have kind of a joint, a collaborative uh, exhibition where we have our inaugural campground performance. And the Center for Clay will also be displaying works by their students, by some of the resident artists.
1: You know, it's really exciting for me that uh, this will be in-person events and we we so believe that it's we we can do all these concerts and in person actually meet um, all selected composer in person and have performers in the same place. So that's really exciting for me. We have Morian Center for the very first day of the festival, as band said. Um, we will have. Um, St. Andrew's Church again, and uh, Florida Museum of Photographic Arts in Tampa downtown, and some other venues in Tampa. So we're very much hoping to um, engage the Tampa Bay community and really let all the people know, all the people in Tampa know that there are some great events to attend. So I'm very excited about it. We are also giving uh, some commissioning opportunities to um, selected composers. We have really amazing lineup of composers that's also I'm very very proud of. So it will be really high level concerts throughout.
3: Yeah, we also uh, invite not only the local community to come see these concerts, but. Uh, we're also looking for um, other composers and performers to apply to join us for this festival. So not only do we have all these concerts, but we'll be hosting um, events and networking opportunities for these composers and performers. So please, on our website, find application forms and join us for Campground 22.
0: I'm really looking forward to it and, and best of luck with uh, the coming week's concerts and best of luck um, in the future with Campground and, and all of the things that you all are doing. Um, Unmi, Alex, Ben, thanks so much for coming on the Modern Notebook tonight.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having, for having us.
0: Contemporary Arts Music Project has three in-person concerts coming up in October. The first two on Sunday, October 3rd at 7 and 8.30 p.m. at Timucua Arts White House in Orlando. And then an additional program on Saturday, October 9th at 7 p.m. at downtown Tampa's St. Andrew's Episcopal Church. Details about tickets and live stream options at contemporaryartmusicproject.org.